Thanks for joining us for another message from the City Church. We're a local church in Mississauga, Ontario, gathering in community as we move closer to Jesus. We hope this message from our special guest speaker encourages you wherever you're joining us from today. Good morning, everybody. So good to be here at the City Church. I am honored to be back again. Um, I'm honored to be a part of this family. My husband and I served on staff here for 16 and a half years. Uh, we love this church. I have the best brother in the whole yes. world. <laughs> and my sister-in-law, Nicole, my two nieces, Avery and Paris. And so I am just grateful to be here today and to share the word of God. Um, as I was thinking about this message, I really wanted to... In light of all that's going on, I wanted to ignite in you a desire to see God as the God that's more than enough. And um, I'm going to talk about a familiar story. We've all heard it. We've all heard it multiple times. We've heard it when in Sunday school. Um, but I'm just going to pray that faith rises in your heart and, and you just stir yourself up. You know, when fear and, and stuff goes on like what has been going on in uh, the last three, four months, fear just wants to cause us to draw back. Fear wants to just cripple us if it can. But we, according to the word, do not have the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so um, oftentimes, though, you know, we can get a jolt back. And when we do, it's like we have to press in. We have to press forward to get back into this place. There's a place of faith that we want to get into. We want to push ourselves to get back into that place. We want to fight that good fight of faith. And so um, let's just pray before we begin. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I praise you for who you are. You, Lord Jesus, are our God. You are our creator. And so we look to you this morning. We trust in you. Father, I just pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Uh, Father, I pray that faith will arise in their hearts. Father, we receive faith by hearing your word. And so, Lord, I just declare faith to come into people's hearts and lives today, to come into their homes and into their rooms. And wherever they are at, Father, I just ask you to minister that spirit of faith that just rises up big on the inside of them, that they just press forward, that we, Father, you've called us a peculiar people You've called us the light of the world, the salt of the earth, that we would rise up and be who we are in Christ Jesus. And so, Father, we just thank you for your word today. We expect to receive from your word. I thank you for boldness and utterance in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to look at Luke 9. Now, this chapter, and like I said, this story is about the feeding of the 5,000 and uh, with the five loaves and two fish. Now, this is one of two miracles that we see included in all four Gospels. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see the feeding of the 5,000 
along with the resurrection. We all know why the resurrection is important. But I want to look at why, we, why God included this story as well as one of the miracles in all four Gospels. It must have been important. There must be something that he wants us to see in this story. So at the beginning of Luke 9, Jesus calls the 12 disciples together. And he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases and he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom and to heal now we are god's disciples we have been given power and authority resurrection life dwells on the inside of us he told us to go forth lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so we're going to look a little further in Luke, and we're going to start in chapter, sorry, Luke 9, verse 10. And the apostles returned, and they told Jesus everything they had done. So they, had, they were out, and they've come back in, and they're talking to Jesus. And they've told him everything that they've done. And then they slipped away, and then he slipped away with them towards the town of Bethsaida. In verse 11, the crowd found out where he was going, and they followed him. Now, this crowd is not just a little crowd. This is a big, massive group of people that are following Jesus. They found him, and they followed him. They welcomed them, and Jesus welcomed them. Now, he was, he was a little bit tired, but he welcomed them. He welcomed this crowd and taught them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who were sick. Late in the afternoon, the 12 disciples came to him and said, send the crowd away. So they'd been there all day, and they heard teaching, and people were healed. And the disciples came to him and said, send the crowd away to a nearby village and farm so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. But Jesus said to them, you feed them. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Or are you expecting us to go buy enough food for this whole crowd? So this story starts out that they are coming away together and they're hearing stories of their travel. But this group gathers and then he ministers to this group. He teaches the group, and he heals those that are sick. But later in the afternoon, the 12 disciples come to him, just like any group of people that are working with somebody. They're going to try and come up with ways to make things go properly, like here the staff is trying to make things work properly. And so you're thinking of ideas, and it sounds like a logical idea. There's no food send the crowd to the nearby villages so they can find food and lodging for the night. Not a bad idea. But God. Everybody say, but God. But God had more for them. God had more for them. We serve a God who always has more. Every time we read the word, it's, there's more. You can read the same verse. There's more. 
You will always get more from the word. He's got more love, more joy, more peace, more grace, more supply, more jobs. He's got more miracles. Everyone say that, miracles. More than what we're presently walking in. More supply than what you and what I are walking in right now. He's got more. Praise God. Ephesians 3.20 in the Amplified. I, I like this because it just kind of, well, it amplifies it. It just makes it bigger. So now unto him who by the... In consequence of the action of his power that's at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over, above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, dreams. Wow. Amen. So that's what God is all about. And sometimes we, we relegate God to some like he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's happening. God is in charge. He knows what's going on. And he's got more. He's got more for us right now. God likes to do more with our less. You know, if I'm weak... He takes that weakness and he gives me his strength. Where I am weak, he is strong. And this is how God wants to see us. He wants us, he wants us to see him. We, we are to be seen in Christ Jesus. We're to look at ourselves in Christ and who he is in us. Now we see many examples in the scriptures of people that God used that had less. If you think about Gideon, he had 22,000. He was about to go up against the, Midian, uh, the Midianites with his army of 22,000. God reduced his army down to 300, and they went and fought a battle with no sword, no shield, but they went in with a trumpet. They went in with jars that they broke and shouted, God wants to do more with our less. David, he had five smooth stones and a sling, and he goes up against a giant that people were afraid of. A giant that the world was afraid of. A giant called COVID crisis of 2019. A giant that people are afraid of. But David went with five smooth stones and a sling. He did, God did more with their less. Hallelujah. So when Jesus said to the disciples, he said, you feed them. He knew. He knew that they couldn't feed them. He knew that they didn't have enough food. He knew they didn't have enough money for the five, to feed the 5,000. Actually, it was more than 5,000. It was 5,000 men plus women and children, so maybe 15,000, 20,000 in the crowd. So he knew, but he said, you feed them. 
He was giving them an opportunity. We have an opportunity right now. He was giving them an opportunity to look to God in a way that they had never looked at him before. He wanted them to see something. He wanted them to see that the little that they had, the five loaves and the two fish, was an opportunity for God to work a miracle. Praise God. And really, he was the only one who could. God was the only one who could create this miracle. So as we continue reading in verse 13, but Jesus said, you feed them. But they said, but we only have five loaves and two fish, they answered. And how are we going to feed these 5,000 men? So, but we, but we only have this small amount, but we only have this, Lord. I've only got this, and th it calls for this, but I've only got this. But God always wants to do more with our little, with our lack, with our insufficiency, with our weakness. He wants to multiply it. If you remember the story of Moses, <clears throat> and he was wanting to go, he was going to go in and speak to Pharaoh to release the children of Israel from slavery. And he was talking to God, and God asked him, he said, what's in your hand? And the Lord, and, and Moses said, a staff. And the Lord told him to throw the staff on the ground, and the staff turned into a serpent. But God always starts with something that we have. He starts with what's in our hand. If you can imagine Moses in that moment where God asks him, what's in your hand? And there's a staff, and he's, it's, you know, it's just a staff. It's a glorified stick that's in my hand, Lord. How is this going to make an impact in Pharaoh's court? There is nothing extraordinary about this staff or about this bread or about the, the fish. But understand that common, the common thing becomes mighty when God's in it. There's a song <clears throat> my parents who are here could sing it. Little is much when God is in it. Dad, you want to sing? <laughs> Brent says no. <laughs> you can look it up online. Little is much when God is in it. And it's so true. When God is in it, there's much, much more he wants to do. So we want to offer to God what he has placed in our hand. Our money, our possessions, our influence, our talent, our ability, which he gave us in the first place. And we're just being stewards of it. We need to present those gifts and talents, what's in our hand to our father. Our father is waiting for us to just place those in his hands. Samson he had a, a donkey's jawbone to slay a thousand men. And this little boy had five loaves and two fish to feed 15,000 people. 
We all have something in our hands. And as we release what's in our hands, he releases what's in his. Let's continue reading there. And in verse 14, Jesus replies, tell them to sit down in groups about 50 each so that people, so the, so the people all sat down. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish, looked up towards heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and the fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterwards the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. So he wants us to take a portion of what we have, give it to him, and he will multiply it. It is essentially what we do with tithes. We give God 10%, and he multiplies the 90. So Jesus took the five loaves, the two fish. He looked up to heaven and blessed them. God wants to, us to look up to heaven, to look at who he is. One of the names of God is El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. It says that, it also says that it's the all-sufficient one. So God is all-sufficient. He's more than enough for where we are today in 2020. So take what we have, that insufficient that lacking portion that we have, and ask God to bless it. Give it to the Lord, and God will multiply it. It says in verse 17 that they all ate as much as they wanted, and after the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. So after Jesus blessed the bread and the fish, it supernaturally became enough. God did more with the five loaves and two fish. The ten to 15,000 people ate, and they all ate. They all had, and they all ate all that they wanted. It wasn't just a crumb, a crumb from a basket, and you have, they ate all that they wanted. And it says that there were 12 baskets left over. That might have been for the disciples. Each have a basket. I don't know. So 12 baskets all left over. You know, when you were a little kid, you, uh, daddy is everything. Daddy can do anything. And so if you were trying to reach, reach something that was way up high that you couldn't reach, you knew daddy could reach it. If you had to write a speech or something in, in elementary school or, and you knew it, I can't do it, but dad can do it. And so this is how God wants us to look at him with childlike faith and know if it's on the top shelf, if it's too big for me, I just don't have enough, I can't reach it, God can reach it. God is is able and he can multiply he can do 
what needs to be done. So we want to look at God with childlike faith and know that he is the God that's more than enough. If he can feed these 5,000, I can trust him with all of my life. I can trust him with my finances, with my business, with all that's going on. I can trust you, Lord. The more that they, the more that they trusted him, the more that they... Uh, if you think about what was happening, Jesus took this basket of five loaves and two fish. It's one basket. He asks the Lord to bless it. And then he brings it back down and he, and he begins to give it out. I think I would have been crying the entire time this was happening. Because if you think about it, they would be going out and giving the food and then they'd come back and get some more and Jesus would be distributing it out and I think I just would have tears pouring down because it will you just be going out and seeing the miracle each time he came back each time they were obedient because listen if they didn't do what he said and came back and, and distribute more it would have stopped oh you know I, if I go back this time will will it actually work is it going to work if I go back to him this time but they just kept going back, and he kept multiplying and in feeding all of those people. Praise God. So he is a miracle worker. I think sometimes we don't want to talk about miracles. It's like, well, you know, I'll sing it. Miracle worker, promise keeper. And we'll sing it, and we'll be like, yeah, that's good. But he's a miracle worker. He is my miracle worker. You know, he wants us to see him for who he is. This COVID crisis is not something I have ever seen in my lifetime. And, uh, but I know that our God is greater. Our God is capable to see us through any situation any circumstance he wants us to trust him with childlike faith and reach reach he'll reach that top shelf he'll do whatever needs to be done in our life he can help you with your job with your business with your finances so can you believe him for something you've never seen before can you believe him for multiplication He's not asking you to do it. He's asking you to trust him with what you have, to look to him, to pray and ask him to bless it, to believe and have faith in the word of God and who he is. Supernatural multiplication. The disciples had never seen this before, and they ate all that they wanted, and there was abundance left over. And so some people today... They are facing things that they've never had to face before. Situations that they've never had to face before, but God. Say that with me in your rooms, in your homes. Say, but God. If, if you're sitting there and tears are streaming down your face and you're thinking, but I'm living on government assistance. I'm about to lose my home. 
I don't know how to pay my next bill. You might state all those things, but you also need to say, but God, but God, but my God can do all things. My God can, can move mountains. My God can supply food for 5,000, 15,000 people from five loaves and two fish. He can meet my needs. So I'm trusting you, God. And I want you, no matter what you say, if anything you get today, I want you to say, but God, but my God. And I want you to look to him and trust in him this morning. Uh, you can go ahead and, and come up. Um, no matter what you're facing today, our God is an able God. And you know what? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. Look to God to strengthen you. Look to God. Press into him like you never had before. I think sometimes, um, you know, we can become numb in North America. We, we are so blessed. Um, we're just, we have so much that we can become dull and we can become dry. There's a new song by Elevation called Rattling. Go listen to that. It just wake up, just wake up and rise up. You know, we are called a peculiar people, but we're to show forth the praises of him in darkness. It says in the last days that it's gonna grow darker and darker. But the, we as Christians, we're not to, to just huddle in and be afraid and, and draw back. We're to let our light shine. We are to, to declare and do what he told his disciples. He gave them power and authority to go forth, to lay hands on the sick, to preach and proclaim the gospel. God wants us to rise up and be the church and be who we are in Christ. And no, it's not, it's not me. It's him. It's where I'm weak, he's strong. If I need grace, he's got great grace, which is God's ability. And so today, I just want to uh, take a moment and pray for everybody. So why don't you in your homes just close your eyes and maybe just lift your hands and just receive what God has for you right now in this season, in this time in June of 2020. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for everyone under the sound of my voice. Father, I just ask for the spirit of faith to rise up on the inside of them. That boldness in the Holy Ghost, Father, that they would just have boldness to be the church, to be the peculiar people. Not weird, but peculiar. Because, Father, we have the greater one. We have the resurrection power dwelling on the inside of us that we would just arise, that we would just awaken, Father, to what the opportunities, the opportunities that are here, that are here for everyone. You have an opportunity for everybody in this time, in this season in history. You have an opportunity 
for us to trust you, to look at you, to lean upon you, to, to trust you for something that we've never seen before. God, you are a miracle worker. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. All the, the miracles that we've read about in the Bible. Oh, Lord, you are moving today. You, our miracle worker, is moving today. And so, Father, we look to you. We trust in you. We lean upon you. We, we dig into the word like never before. We, we pray as we're in, in every way, Father, we pray. We pray first about every situation. And we declare, no matter what we see, but God. But God. God is able. And so, Father, I just thank you for everyone that I am speaking to this morning. And I thank you for their life. I thank you, Father, that you bring peace and hope, I just speak peace and hope and strength into them in the name of Jesus. And Father, if there's anyone under the sound of my voice who does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, Father, I ask you to draw them by your Spirit like only you can open their eyes to see their need for you, Jesus. Open their eyes to see the truth of the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you are alive and you are living today. And Father, we just uh, thank you for that in Jesus' name. So if there's anyone under the sound of my voice and, and you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life today, why don't you just pray with me? You can keep your eyes open, you can close them, whatever you want, but just pray these simple words with me. Dear Jesus, I come to you today and I receive Jesus to be my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive, you, forgive me for my sins and cleanse me, Father. Make me clean, make me new. Today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, God bless you today. I'm so glad, I'm so appreciative of this opportunity to share the word of God with you. And just remember, no matter what you're facing, God's got it and God will see you through. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to listen in. Be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for other messages. For more content from The City Church or to connect with us, visit us at thecitychurch.ca or find us on Facebook or Instagram at citychurchgta. Thanks again for joining us.